cosmetic surgery. It's one of the fastest growing and most innovative fields in medicine today. Doctors are constantly improving techniques and procedures to ensure the best possible results for their patients. On Cosmetic Surgery Today with Dr. Barry Allen Leica, you don't have to navigate this on your own. He'll guide you through what's new and what to look for, help set your expectations, and deliver everything you need to know in an easy-to-understand format, including how to market your business. Here's Dr. Leica. Hi, this is Dr. Barry Leica, host of Inside Cosmetic Surgery Today on webtalkradio.net. You know, we become the number one show on the Internet, the number one radio show on the Internet for cosmetic surgery. And it's all because of our listeners out there, and I'd like to thank you. Now, a couple of things. You know, every day, you know, as I'm practicing cosmetic surgery or I go out and go to parties, I'm always asked what's new, what's the best, what can I do with no downtime. And, you know, modern science has really helped us with this. And one of the big buzzwords that's been out there for about three, four years now is something called Althera. I was one of the first to talk about it three years ago, and I was one of the first adapters. But I have on the air today Dr. Sabrina Fabi from San Diego, California. And she has just got back from Brazil where she presented some new and interesting stuff on, on the Althera. So I'd like our listeners to hear it before anybody else does. Hello, Sabrina. How are you today? Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. You know, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Always a pleasure. Now, what exactly is this this machine, and I'll call it a machine because that's what our clients will probably do, called Althera? And what does it do for people? So Althera is essentially micro-focused ultrasound, which has revolutionized the industry of skin tightening. It's actually the only device that we have that's FDA cleared for a non-surgical brow lift and also now neck lift. Interesting. Okay. Now, you know, to get this FDA clearance, doesn't everybody get that? No, you actually have to go through a pretty rigorous process to get FDA clearance. They like very objective measurements in order to grant you that. So it's not an easy process, and it actually took them about four years to be able to get their indication. Yeah, and I I just mentioned that, and of course I'm being totally facetious because that's what people say about the FDA and stuff like that. But I've been a representative for some drug companies and some medical device companies with the FDA, and I know how rigorous they are. They are an amazingly rigorous company, and a group of people, and they really make sure things are going the way they should. And they always err on the side of caution. You know, if something isn't showing the results, they won't let people say things about it. Absolutely not. No, they're, they hold things at a very high standard. And that's why it, that is a nice thing to know then, that if something actually has an FDA clearance for it, it, it has gone through a pretty rigorous process to not only show efficacy, but most importantly, safety in patients. Yeah, and I, I think those two are really, really important. Efficacy and safety, those are the words that everybody should be looking for. So when the FDA puts its seal of approval on something, it's because they think it is efficacious and it is safe. And that's why they only grant a company permission to use things for certain things, because when a device is out there, doctors can use it for everything. 
but they can't advertise it for, as used for everything because it's not got that indication. You're absolutely right. And for patients out there, I think it sometimes also can be used as a tool to really guide you in selecting the right treatment. If something doesn't necessarily have an approval for that indication, then perhaps there's a reason why it's not indicated for that. Perhaps because it hasn't been able to show consistently that it can give whatever it may be claiming it can give you. Okay, so let's go through these two indications because this is what I've used it for primarily. And, and I found it one of the best tools for this. Still, when I go to workshops and I go to seminars around the world, people often ask me, does this really work? You know, does this work? And a lot of that comes about because there were predecessors of this machine that worked a little bit, perhaps, and, and maybe they you know, people aren't even convinced that they worked. And, and that's the problem with some of the early stuff that was done in this. You know, all science starts with, with baby steps and then gets better and better and better. So let's talk about Altera and what it does here. When you're doing this on the lower face and the neck area, who right. is the best candidate for this procedure? Who's the best person in the world to get this procedure done? You're absolutely right, uh, Barry. I, we do see that there is some level of uh, lack of trust that some of the de these devices work. Perhaps it's because a lot of technologies that claimed that they could lift weren't necessarily indicated for that, and now we have something that, that does have that indication. The best candidate, in my hands at least, that I have found um, have been patients with a moderate degree of laxity. In the clinical trial that got its indication for neck laxity that was done at UT Southwestern by a plastic surgeon named Dr. Kenkel, they did find that 72% of patients showed some level of response. So again, not everyone, but a pretty high number for a single treatment uh, six months later is when the results came. So a pretty high number, but again, these were moderate laxity patients that you have to also consider the level of volume loss. So if someone has a lot of mid-face volume loss and you're trying to lift all their jowl and neck tissue uh, with just the all therapy device, it's not going to do it. So selecting, having a physician who's going to look at you comprehensively to recommend the appropriate treatment or combination treatment plan is going to be the best person to benefit from this procedure. Now, Sabrina, is this machine going to replace facelift? Unfortunately, I don't, I don't think so as it is right now. And it's not meant to be a substitute for facelift. But we do know that patients don't necessarily want facelifts. If you look at the ASDS and the ASAPS data, the ASAPS data actually showed that since 1997, non-surgical procedures have gone up by 480%, and surgical procedures have gone up minimally. So I think it's because patients don't want the downtime, even if it means that the result is not going to be up to par to that of a surgical one. So we really have to listen to what our patients want. Yeah. As I tell my patients, as we get older, there's really three things that happen. You know, we lose volume. Where our skin starts to break down and get decay, and we get a lot of drooping going on. And so, those all those three things really must be must be addressed. All three parts of this problem must be addressed, not just one. 
Otherwise, we just don't get the whole picture being done. So any one thing will have a little bit of benefit, but I find that in a lot of these procedures, we need to add a little bit of volume. We have to fix the skin. I mean, if the skin is really broken down from sunlight exposure or other things a person is doing, like smoking or really abusing their skin, that's, you know, Althea is going to help a bit, but it's not going to be a home run procedure. I completely agree with you. It's, we're aging at multiple different levels, multiple different layers. So the, the top layer of the skin, epidermis and dermis, at the layer of the fat compartment, and then as well as the level of the muscle, which is enwrapped in collagen just as much as we have in the dermis. And we know that from many different studies, we're losing about 6 to 10% of our just collagen turnover with each decade of life. And so we're not just losing it at the level of the dermis or the top layer of the skin, which up until now we've been able to easily target and stimulate with our lasers and devices. We're also losing it at the level of the SNAS or the muscle that's enwrapped as collagen also. And with this technology, we can penetrate deep to those planes to stimulate collagen at that plane as well. But again, only addressing maybe two components of the aging phase. You still need to consider the fat compartment as well because otherwise you're not giving a patient a very comprehensive uh, facial rejuvenation. Yeah, and, and then as we get a little older, you know, even the bones in our head get smaller. That's been shown pretty dramatically Absolutely. in some great studies. So we can address the components that we can address. We can't address them all. But still we can make a lot of difference with all this. I completely agree with you. And so it's exciting to see new technologies come about to allow us to again, more comprehensively address all of the different facets of the aging face and okay. neck and now even chest. Yes. Well, let's go on to the second component, the second one of these procedures that, that you and I do almost every day in the office, and that's the Althera brow lift. I mean, this is a procedure where we can use the Althera with basically no downtime, and a person can go right back to work with very little to show for it, if nothing, no trauma, no, nothing, and it really amazingly starts to lift the lateral brow. Yes. And so in the original trial, that was the original indication, and it was a study done at uh, Northwestern where Murad Alam treated over 20 women, and in that study, 89% of patients noted approximately a 2-millimeter lift in the brow, which is substantial. You don't want a one-centimeter lift in the brow, otherwise it's going to be up into the middle of the forehead. But two, these are millimeters of change that can really change the appearance of one's look, make their eye look a little bit more open, make them look a little more refreshed and more awake. And really, to just treat around the eyes, it can take less than 15 minutes. So it's a nice procedure that can absolutely rejuvenate one's face. Yeah, my favorite way to use Altera in this is in combination with a little bit of a neuromodulator like Botox or Dysport yeah. or Xeomin and a little bit of filler into the area just on the supraorbital crest just to give it a little bit of, of, of filling in there because that's the area that we start to lose it and that's where the brow drops to begin with. I completely agree with you. Again, it's about addressing the different components of what is aging in that area. And so by restoring a little bit of volume with your filler, you can do it immediately after your L-therapy. And there was actually a study that uh, was presented at a recent um, lasers and medicine conference where it showed that even if you did the L-therapy after your filler, 
it had it actually had a synergistic effect or an enhanced benefit by both stimulating more collagen than either procedure alone. So that's a nice thing. And then your neuromodulator, like Botox Disporter Xeomin, gives you that instant brow lift while you wait for the results of the L-therapy to come on over three to six months. Yeah. And, and so, you know, all these things, and I'm just going to say this out loud, is that as I've said way back in 1980s, is combinations are where it's happening. And and it's now being borne out in, in 1990s and the 2000s and the 2010s that basically combinations are really where it's going to be and everything else because, again, we're, as you said, we're aging at multiple levels, so we have to address multiple things. Yes, I completely agree with you. Okay. Well, this is Dr. Barry Leica talking with Dr. Sabrina Fabi from San Diego, one of the worlds of therapies in Althera. She she just got back from the Brazilian Dermatology Association talking uh, about many of the new uses of Althera and really, really interesting, fascinating things. Stuff that we've known about for a little while, but it's getting to be known for everybody. Well, we're going to turn the tables a little bit to three new uses for Althera that maybe you haven't heard about. Something that, that you might be bothering you, and at the same time, it's something you do need to know about because we really can make a significant difference there. Now, let's talk about the chest area, the decollete area, so to speak, the area of that upper chest, just overlying the breast, where a person gets a lot of sun damage, just like they do on their face. Yes. So in Southern California, which is where I practice, people have started to notice, patients have started to notice that for many years we've been rejuvenating the face and addressing the neck, but then the chest goes unnoticed or at least by the patient sometimes and that they forget to really address the aging chest. And so it can really be a telltale sign of someone's age, especially in contrast to a face and a neck that have been treated for many years. And so people are starting to pay attention now to the chest, especially because it is thin skin that we commonly as women don't cover up with makeup. And so it gets a lot of UV damage because we also forget to put our sunblock on it and commonly just put it on our face and sometimes our neck. And so it ends up aging uh, quite quickly. And so at least in Southern California, women have noticed some pretty deep wrinkles that can be associated with it as well as, um, you know, some of the, some, a little bit of the breasts that also start to descend with age. And so we decided to investigate the use of all therapy on the chest, specifically to improve chest wrinkles, and then also to just see if by any way it could actually increase or lift the breasts. And what we found was that after just one 20-minute treatment, it was able to improve chest wrinkles by one point on a five-point scale and also lift the breast by two centimeters after just six months. Now, that simply is phenomenal. Now, the one question that came out in my mind when this first came up, it was also asked by others at the AAD, uh, the American Society of Surgical Professors that I belong to, they asked, how certain are you that this won't damage the breast and cause breast cancer? Right, you're absolutely right. Well, we do, we, when we are treating, we're treating between the clavicle and no lower than the fourth rib. So we're not treating over the breast themselves. So this breast lift was really achieved 
just by treating a very small area between the clavicle and the fourth rib. So barely really any breast tissue. We know that in some breast tissue can go up as high as the second rib, uh, but not in everyone. So we were not directly over breast tissue. So that is to be clear. And in those patients, they also were a C cup or less. So they didn't have these large breasts where the tissue does come up very high. So that was a particular exclusion for the study just so that we can make sure we could exclude that. Now, we've been out almost three years from that initial pilot trial, and we have not had any reports. And again, this is essentially just delivering heat um, and specifically breaking up the disulfide bonds or collagen bonds, bonds that hold collagen together. So not necessarily trying to break down or injure breast tissue. So specifically going for breaking down the little bonds that hold collagen together. Uh, Dr. Fabi, you're answering all the questions 100% correct. You get a gold star. (laughs) (laughs) So let me just ask a a couple more. Now, this works in your hands. It works in others' hands. How many centers have used it on the chest now, and is there a multi-center study that has shown other people are using it in that area with good success? Yes. Well, because we had such great success in our little pilot trial that we did of 24 women, um, they ended up deciding to do a multi-center trial. So four sites in total across the United States, including Susan Kilmer, Michael Gold, and Steve Diane, and our site as well in San Diego. And so we treated a total of 125 women. And what we found was, again, that one treatment significantly improved chest wrinkles by one point on a five-point scale. And patients also notice the difference because at the end of the day, we can use these scales and patients, and we may be able to see a difference as physicians, but what's important is that patients actually see the difference as well. And in that trial, over 80% of patients notice the difference in their chest, not just in wrinkles, but also in overall texture and quality of skin. A good question is, okay, it lasts for maybe a year. Does it last longer, or should the people be repeated on a regular basis? I think that's a great question. I think, it's to be completely honest, I don't know if we'll ever be able to completely 100% honestly say unless the company decided to do a study and follow patients out without having any other treatments in between, which, as you know and I know, being in a cosmetic practice. It's very hard for patients not to do anything else in a two-year time period. So those studies are a little hard to perform sometimes. I can tell you anecdotally, and now that I've had the device for three years, I've had patients, and I actually just had one this week that came in three years after her single treatment, had nothing done in between, and was still showing a result. And I've had maybe another handful of patients that perhaps after a year and a half or two years, they're coming in and wanting a repeat procedure after having nothing else done in between because they're noticing that they're losing their results. But I think that the results vary in how long they last, and that's very independent on the person, depending on how rapidly they're aging, probably their age, and I'm sure other factors and variables that we just quite haven't elucidated yet. Absolutely. And and as I I quite, uh, what I've seen myself is people are variable. Everybody's different. So you can't mm-hmm. put a blanket statement on everybody. It's the same thing with Botox. Today I got a lady in with Botox who it lasts routinely a year. A year for right. these things. Right. And most people it's four to six months. So that variable response is pretty amazing. 
I completely agree with you. I, I mean, if they did a study, we could perhaps standardize it. But I do have patients that are very happy with the results and they want to maintain the results and they're fully aware that they continue to age every year that goes by. And so on average now, I would say that I have patients repeating their treatment maybe every year, every year and a half, just to maintain the results, not because they've lost it, but because they want to keep ahead of the curve. Okay. Now, let's go into some of the new areas, areas that people might not have heard about, areas that are really exciting and, and probably will help a lot of people. You know how people, many women, hate to wear a dress that's above the knee because they've got those little wrinkles there. Yeah. Can this I, I'm even that? one of those women. <laughs> okay. And so I can tell you that... Um, it's one of my favorite areas to treat, the knee, because if there's this crepiness over the knees, and I've seen a lot of women who don't shy away from surgery. They've even done thigh lifts, but they just can't dissect deep or down enough to get that tissue over the knees, even after a thigh lift. And so you're left with this crepiness. And a fractionated CO2 or something that's going to address the very superficial component of the skin would be wonderful, but there's downtime associated with it and risk of infection and scarring, which, again, patients aren't willing to undergo. And so what we have found is with a, an hour-long treatment with all therapy, we're able to target the deep component again, the muscular component, as well as the superficial component um, with both the two different probes, the three millimeter depth probe and the 1.5 millimeter depth probe to target the skin. And so after three to six months, you see improvement in the crepiness of the knees. And it's very nice. And it really makes people that might be bashful in wearing some of those, uh, you know, skirts that go above the knees to not care so much because it really can give a nice improvement. And I've seen it in young people as young as 39 and as those as old as 75. So really in all age groups. Yeah. And a lot of that depends on how much sun exposure. I mean, down in San Diego, you have a very much of a beach culture where people seek out the sun all the time. And certainly that contributes to that sort of wrinkling there. I completely agree with you. I know. I think we're using all these applications, especially down here in Southern California, because of all the sun that one sees, especially driving their convertible and the sun that does end up really radiating the knees and causing damage with the year. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's talk about one more area, and then we're going to ask you about the future of this and where we're going. Now, another thing you told me just before the show, and I did not know about this one, is the buttock lift with the Alfera. Tell me a little bit about that and who that should be used on. So this has been great. I think it's actually um, one of, it's another one of my favorite areas after the face, neck, and chest. It's been an area that a lot of my patients have been very satisfied with. And I actually um, was inspired after a study that was done by David Goldberg in New York where he took 30 women and he just treated one side of the butt one cheek and left the other cheek untreated and followed them out. And it was impressive to see one cheek go up and the other one stay lowered. And so people were their own control, which was great because you rarely get to see these split cheeks in this case um, type of study. And so I ended up taking his protocol, modifying it a little bit and treating my own patients and have had great results. 
And this is, it can be in anyone, um, but in the particular study and what I have found in my practice is that it's generally women within their ideal body weight that no matter how many lunges they do, uh, however many uh, glute exercises they do, they still have a little bit of dissension of their butt cheeks and they have a little bit of a banana roll that they can't quite get rid of and that lipo may be dangerous in addressing because it might cause even a double roll. So it's able to really pick that up and tighten it so that it doesn't look as bad. And so it's a really, it's a nice treatment for those that might be bothered by it or want to be more bikini ready. Now, will you use the Althera on the upper buttock in this case or actually go right over the banana roll? So this is lateral, right over the lateral aspect of the banana roll. Sometimes if it's truly the banana roll that bothers the person, I will go and treat over the entire banana roll, but my essential map is over the lateral quadrant, the lower lateral quadrant of the buttock, and that is where uh, David Goldberg did his treatment and was able to achieve the significant lift that he achieved. So that is where I'm treating. Mm -hmm. How deep do you have to go in that area? So there, I'm using the deeper probe. So I'm not really using the superficial 1.5 millimeter probe, but I'm using the 4.5 and the 3, which is why I think we need probably patients within their ideal body weight, because otherwise there's too much fat and you may not necessarily see the results. But in these thin enough patients, it targets, the thought is that it's targeting and stimulating the little septae that hold that skin tight along the muscle and thickens it so that you get a little bit of contraction of that skin to the underlying muscle. And hopefully the future will be that we have deeper probes that can go six millimeters or however deep they need to go because we really can modify these probes to go as deep as they, you know, we want them to. Uh, it's just a matter of pain tolerance when that's done. But uh, otherwise, it has been shown that it is possible. So as these become available, I think we'll be able to target areas such as the buttock even better. Excellent. Another question. Okay, so we've now gone off the face. We've gone to the decollete. Uh, we've gone to the knees. We've gone to the buttocks. Where else do you see this being used over the next five to ten years? Well, what I really would like is for them to create a thin enough probe where we can use it on the hands. Because just like the chest, the hands can be can really give away a woman's age. And it's a common area that patients come in complaining about. And if you fill them with, you know, a filler such as radius, it may not necessarily still address all the crepiness. And my patients, at least, don't want the downtime from a fractionated CO2. So it's an, it's an unmet need that I think if we develop the right transducer that could penetrate just superficial enough, we would be able to target the hands as well. And I think we're almost there with being able to improve the laxity over the elbows. And so that is another area that I'm treating is over the elbows just to tighten that skin because the scar from brachioplast would rest all the lax skin behind the, uh, the posterior arm can be a very lengthy scar and uh, unsightly in some. And so to avoid that, patients are always looking for a non-surgical alternative. Yeah, and I'm going to throw something out there as a trial balloon. Yeah. I think this is a great combination therapy with microneedling. The new microneedling yes. machines that are coming out now are really going to be combos with this because the two will target different compartments and you'll get a better result than one treatment alone. 
Absolutely, and you can even drive probably some medicine or growth factors down those little channels from your microneedling to add to the results. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Fabi, we're just about at our end time zone here. You know, you've been amazing, and I really, really thank you for being on the show tonight. Now, if anybody would like to get in touch with you, how can they do so? Well, they are always welcome to go ahead and call me at the office at area code 858-657-1002 or email me directly at S as in Sam, Fabi as in my last name, F as in Frank, A, B as in boy, I, at gbkderm.com. Excellent. You know, Dr. Fabi, again, you know, you're just a wonderful guest, and I'll certainly have you on again talking about some of these new exciting things. Really was a pleasure to have you on the show tonight, and I really thank you for for educating our guests because the listeners are always looking for new and what's better out there. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And thank you for having this service for our patients because I know they always appreciate being educated. Well, you know, I I started offering this about three years ago, and I realized that there's a lot of good information out there, but not a lot of good people providing it because, you know, reporters don't have the medical knowledge really to drag out the important questions. And and doctors don't always have the skills to, to really answer the questions and, and don't ask the right questions. So unfortunately, I've got a bit of a gift of communication, and I thought that this would be the right thing to do for, for the listeners and also for our doctors out there to get the word out. Yes, and I think it's a wonderful thing. So thank you for sharing your gift with all of them. Well, thank wonderful. you so much, Dr. Fabi. I want you to have a phenomenal day, and good luck with these new studies. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you very much. Dr. Barry Leica here, host of Inside Cosmetic Surgery Today on webdocradio.net. Remember, this is your number one source of information. This is new information. You heard it here first. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us today on Cosmetic Surgery Today. It's a beautiful day to explore your options, and we know you'll want to grab your free copy of Dr. Leica's book, Shaping a New Image. All you have to do is drop an email to Tammy at Leica.ca. That's T-A-M-I at Leica, L-Y-C-K-A dot C-A. Tammy at Leica dot C-A. And we'll get you a digital copy of this fantastic book, chock full of information. See you next week on Cosmetic Surgery Today.